Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. A big pleasure having you joining me today for this week's episode. Um, I'm sure that everybody that's tuned in had some interest in the topic of today's show um, on becoming a successful trainer. Um, you know, I don't necessarily think, uh, I know for sure that I'm definitely nowhere near where I'd like to be as a trainer yet, but I'm definitely working towards it and I feel as though I've got some great experience in the fitness industry so far, um, the kind of seven or eight years that I've been in the industry already um, and I've already learned a lot, um, done a lot of trial and error and hopefully today's episode can help a lot of you that are listening to kind of fast track your way to getting past a lot of the, I guess, the bullshit that I went through. Um, but also just to give you some tips and tricks to start focusing on and making sure that you're putting your energy and your time in the right places to becoming the best trainer you could possibly be if you are someone listening that is a trainer. For those of you that aren't trainers, I think it's just a great way to understand what goes into to my job, um, what goes into my profession and uh, my craft, which is what I'm trying to master every single day. Um, I'm excited to record this episode. I've kind of wrote down about 10 or so different points that I think are worth covering. I'm going to try and punch it out in about 20 minutes to keep this nice and short and sweet for you guys. Um, But before I get stuck into the rest of the episode, I'd like to thank today's uh, episode sponsor. And if you've listened to any of the episodes of the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast before, you'll know that um, I don't ever have any sponsors on the show unless I truly align with uh, the brand and what they're about. And I definitely do with today's sponsor, and that is the Bloom app. Um, which is run by some really good friends of mine in Chloe Zepp and Molly Jane. And um, I've been using the app now for a while. You know that I, I'm right into my meditation and mindfulness and mindset, and I'll actually touch on that in today's episode. But um, the Bloom app is a subscription-based app. Um, like I said, I've been using it for a while now. It's been focused on providing you with some tools, I guess, to help you with to become the best version of yourself um, and deal with the highs and lows that life brings. And in particular, not just... Um, as a trainer but with everybody's job everybody's day-to-day life there's always certain stresses and things that um, you know make you feel really good but also make you can make you feel really shitty as well and um, I found the bloom app to be a great tool to kind of keep myself nice and balanced and level and um, check in each day using using the app um, to do some meditation there's a number of different um, tools on the app that you can use things like the AI assistant that pops up and gives you a tool or activity that you can use day to day based on your mood um, that you plug in when you log in and ask you what your mood is that day um, you know on top of that there is a library full of hundreds of other tools including meditation breath work yoga and other mindfulness tips and tricks that I know you guys will get a lot of value from. Um, and uh, as I said, I've spoke about meditation and mindfulness on the podcast before, and I want you guys to to give it a try yourself as well. If you haven't tried the Blue Map, you can do a seven-day free trial. I'll have the link to that in today's show notes for you to go and give it a try. But big shout-out to the Blue Map for sponsoring today's episode. Now, uh, let's let's get stuck into it. As I, as I said, um, I want to just go over some of the, the main things that I think are important to focus on to become a successful trainer. Now, um, you, know, you know, ironically, I'm just sipping on probably my third coffee for the day in between clients and I've actually just managed to record this episode because I had a cancellation. So um, today is quite a busy day, but we are getting shit done. Um, sitting here with my laptop, the mic, coffee, uh, my phone and my diary which I've just been writing in as well, my planner which is very important but 
the very first thing I wanted to talk about is that, or I wanted to mention that, is that if you are not passionate about becoming a personal trainer, passionate about becoming a coach and a mentor to someone and, and helping someone improve their life, then you will not last in this industry because it is very fucking hard. The hours can be long. There's a lot of work that's involved and it's very draining. Um, and I just feel as though you need to be a very dedicated and motivated um, individual that wants to follow this career path. And if you're not, if you're just dabbling in it, if you're doing it because you think it's easy cash, I can promise you it's not um, and you're not going to last. So if you are listening at the moment and this is your passion, then please do keep listening and, and take on board what I have to say. If you're not interested in this career path, I still think it's worth listening to today to see what's involved in, in becoming a, a successful trainer and just becoming the best version of yourself and helping other people as well because another important note that I'll mention is that we as trainers have um, such a great chance and opportunity to completely change someone's life. Um, you're not just giving them sets and reps and telling them what to eat like you genuinely have a chance to change someone's life for the better and you know most people come in and spend that hour or 45 minutes with you when they come into the gym and that could be their best hour of the week they might have a lot going on at home they might just be stressed at work and they may just love the gym and they may love being able to come in and talk to someone different um, and leave this place leave the gym or wherever you train them at feeling like a better version of themselves and if we have that opportunity then i think um we're very fortunate and i'm very grateful to be in a position i'm in um so you got to take this seriously and it's not something you should stuff around with and you know that comes down to things like making sure you're watching their form and everything which i'll talk about soon but um yeah just take this opportunity for what it is uh we are very lucky to be able to to be in a position that we are in to help people improve their life with health and fitness and that's why I got into it um, is because I saw firsthand how much my life improved because of health and fitness and I want to be able to do the same for others as well. All right, so the first the first thing um, I think is important, it's straight out of, so first of all, if you're listening to this and you want to become a trainer, um, I'm not going to lie, I don't know the best courses to do anymore um, specifically for PTs. Obviously, you can go to university and and do things like um, exercise and sports science and whatnot. But courses I did mine with the Australian Institute of Fitness, it was very good at the time. Um, and then once I came out of that, I think the first important thing that you need to understand is that there's always so much to learn. So you constantly need to be upskilling. You constantly need to be doing trial and error. You constantly need to be attending seminars, um, reading research papers, um, you know, following content online from trusted um, sources. Uh, you know, as I said, doing a lot of your own trial and error um, with clients and yourself in the gym and seeing what works, what doesn't work and, and constantly studying and trying to master your craft because this is, as I said, a very hard job and there's always something to learn and we have a great opportunity here but there is always new studies coming out. Um, there's no one size fits all. Your attitude should never be my, you know, it's my way or the highway because there's so much to learn that if you're not keeping up with the new research and um, the new methods of training and and even nutrition to an extent, then um, you're going to fall behind and you're not going to get your clients great results, but you're also not going to further your business and keep your business moving forward. So the first thing I would recommend is just always continue to learn. Never feel like you know it all because you never will, um, but just constantly go out of your way to learn more and more um, as often as possible. Go to all the seminars, learn from the best in the industry, leave your ego behind um, and be willing to learn off others because, as I said, there is just so much to learn. The next thing is that um, I understand that you you got to pay to get your qualification to become a personal trainer. 
I understand that you've probably put in a lot of time to become a trainer. You've you've done a lot of your own research and you've probably, you know, done a lot of trial and error and seen what works, what doesn't work and that takes time, it's experience, it's it costs money, um, all that stuff and I get that, I understand. But you have to be willing to work for free when you first start. You have to be willing to give away your best content, your best knowledge for free if you would really like to grow your brand and grow your business. Um, you know, and I definitely don't recommend that you constantly just give away your time um, for free because you know if you've got a service to to offer that is going to help people, and and you have mastered your service, you've mastered your craft, then you should be paid. You shouldn't be doing it for free. But at the start, when you're just beginning, you do need to be doing things for free. There's even stuff that I'll do now for free if I know that it's going to help me um, improve my knowledge or further my business or grow my brand awareness or or things like that. I'm not. I, you know, I, I do not have, you gotta have, you gotta let your ego, you gotta, you gotta leave your ego behind. There's, there's gotta be times where you're willing to just do things um, for nothing, knowing that how much further it's gonna bring you in the future and how much uh, experience and knowledge and, and, um, and as I said, you know, maybe credibility you can get by doing things for free. And that includes putting out content. And I, I will talk about the importance of content soon, but, um, you know, provide, the best knowledge you possibly can and be willing to do that for free. That's a really important tip I can mention straight up. The next thing is you need to be a good communicator and, and great at building relationships. I think it's all well and good to be able to finish your course or finish your degree and, and have all the knowledge, all the theory in the world. But if you cannot translate in, that into communicating with another human being, then it's useless. I mean, you need to become fantastic at um, at communicating with others, with being able to, to read other people's mood, with being able to you know notice when someone comes in who's usually really high energy and they come in and their energy's low and they just don't seem like their usual self. You need to be able to adjust and adapt um, and communicate with them to try and understand what they're going through and try and help them and, and, and help them get the most out of that time with you. Um, but just in general, communication is so important, whether that be locking in clients for sessions, whether that be communicating what you are offering as a service, communicating the fact that if clients cancel um, outside of a 24-hour window, they are going to owe you for that session or a cancellation fee. Communication is just so important and I, and I, I find that there's a lot of trainers out there that may not be even that great at, at, at actual um in terms of their knowledge and theory around training, but the fact that they are so good at communicating, they're so good with people, they they retain their clients for so long and client retention is something that it should be the main focus for you. You wanna retain as many clients as possible um, as you go along and if you're losing clients then that's obviously, there's obviously something wrong. You're either not getting results or you're not communicating well with your clients um, and they're not happy paying you for a service and that's an issue. Um, so I believe communication is such a big thing. Um, even things down to like during sessions, I mentioned this on my podcast, on my uh, Instagram story yesterday. Um, when I'm training a client, I constantly talk to them throughout the session, even if they're someone that have 10 years experience or the exact opposite when they're just first starting. I'll be talking about cues that I want them to think about on each exercise over and over and over again, every session, every set, every rep. Um, I'll be talking to them in between sets about why we're doing this exercise, what its purpose is, what it's good for, what it's not good for, um, what they can do to improve that. 
um, the communication needs to be there with the client and they like it. They, they they are paying you for a service. They want to come in and they want to get value out of that hour or 45 minutes or 30 minutes or however long it is. Um, so you need to become great at communicating with with your clients um, and, and those potential clients as well that you may want to bring on board at some point. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, networking, this like networking completely changed my business. This was something that I was taught by um, an early mentor of mine, Tori Truitt. He, he, when I started personal training, um, I was working under Tori, and he initially taught me straight up that mentor that uh, networking is just so 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 important. Um, and that's something that I really took on board and I've gone out of my way to do, whether that be going to networking events, whether that be reaching out to certain people in the industry or even outside the industry and asking if they want to go and grab a coffee or a meal and just talk, whether that be podcasting with people, um, going to events or reaching out to other trainers, reaching out to other people that I know are credible um, and, and trying to grow my network and build relationships and you would be surprised at how many crazy opportunities can come about just by building your networking network and having people in your circle that you can trust and rely on and and that are thinking of you and that you've made your name um you know you've made your name known to them um you've, you've networked your business your brand um and, and the possibilities are absolutely endless the amount of times that i've had um, some amazing opportunities come about with my job with my work because of the fact that i've networked is is insane so this is probably one of the biggest tips i can give to become a successful trainer is you need to learn to network uh, open yourself up put yourself out there even on social media things like linkedin and, and other um, areas i don't particularly use linkedin that much i know that a lot of people get a lot of success out of it but networking um is an absolute game changer within this industry and i think every industry as well and um just just for people in general um, getting to know others and and, um, and getting your name out there is is such a beneficial beneficial thing for you to do. Uh, the next topic, uh, the next point, and I know I'm kind of cruising through these guys, but, but it, you know, as I said, ironically before, it is just because I just don't have that much time to get this episode done. But um, results, as a trainer, your job is to get someone results. They are paying you to get results. They are paying you to, to come in here and achieve their goals. So you need to do that. You need to have the knowledge. You need to be listening to what they want. You need to be able to implement what they need to do to get them the results. And if it's, something's not working, you know, and it's, you know, even if it's something that you think is going to work, if it doesn't work, it doesn't fucking work. Stop trying to flog a dead horse. You need to be able to change paths. You need to be able to adapt. You need to be willing to, to do different things and, and think outside the box sometimes to make sure you're getting your client's results because that's what they're paying you for. It's so important that you're constantly reminded of that because I know you know these days, like as a personal trainer, half, half the trainers out there are working harder on their marketing skills than they are on actually becoming a fucking good PT and, and teaching people how to eat and train for lifelong results um, that are going to be sustainable. 
but instead they're spending more time figuring out what the best filter is to use on their photos or how many stories they should post or um, you know how to start a podcast and stuff like that and all this stuff is fantastic it's it's very important I think it's so necessary but keep in mind what your actual job is your job is to get people results they are paying you for a service you need to be able to provide that service and if you're not then you cannot be surprised if you are losing clients or not gaining new clients um, the next point I wanted to cover is providing value as I mentioned before um, you need to be able to provide value I think you need to use social media consistently on a daily basis to provide value um, it's, it's extremely important um, I'm sorry I'm not going to lie I just got a phone call I don't know who it is so I'll leave it and we'll keep rolling here um, but you need to be able to provide value with social media um, things like you know, for me at the moment, my this is my kind of main three streams of providing value and 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 giving out consistent value to as many people as I possibly can for free. As I said before, for free, through Instagram, whether it be on posts or whether it be stories, I'm providing as much valuable content as I possibly can every single day. My, my best knowledge, I'm giving that to you guys for free. The podcast, like what I'm doing right now, this is for free. But I'm giving out valuable content as often as possible. And then the third thing is my email list. Not to mention other things like, you know, doing talks and, and just talking to people in general and, and using other forms of social media like um, like Facebook and all that type of stuff. But, um, but daily emails, building up an email list, I think is so important. If social, you know, if Instagram gets deleted tomorrow and you have no other way of communicating with other people that have been following your journey, then you've just lost your brand pretty much. But if you've built up an email list, you have that data, you can communicate with these people often. So whether you're trying to sell your services as a PT, whether you're an online coach that's trying to sell your services as an online coach, or whether you just want to provide value and stay in touch with your audience so that they, they continue to build trust with you and you build your brand and email list is so important. So I think you need to be providing value that's relatable to other people. Um, I think it should be shareable. So there's kind of three things that go off, relatable, shareable, and um, and sustainable. It needs to be sustainable in my opinion. Obviously, not everything you talk about will be, but this is what the people want and you need to, you know, uh, um, I'm kicking myself now because I've just realized I didn't say a point at the start, but I'll talk, talk about it now is that you need to know your niche. You need to know who your target audience is. If you are trying to be the jack of all trades, um, you'll be the master of none, okay? So you need to know what your style of coaching is. What type of trainer do you want to be? Do you want to be someone that coaches boxing? Do you want to be someone that coaches strength training? Um, that teaches body weight training? That teaches, you know, strength training for females? Um, bodybuilding for males? Like, what? it doesn't matter what it is, but you need to know your niche. You need to figure that out very quickly once you enter the industry because as soon as you know your niche, all of your content, all of your marketing, all of your clientele, all of your, you know, training style needs to be aimed at that niche. You need to start becoming... Um, the, the, the industry leader in that niche. You need to build your brand around what your niche is so that when people are trying to find someone to help them in that area, you are the first person that comes up. You're the name that comes up um, on the internet. You're the name that comes up in people's conversations. Your content is seen all around the world by people who are wanting to achieve a certain goal that is your niche. So once you know your niche, you are now making yourself so much more marketable. You're making your your business um, so much easier to find for people that want that goal. But if you're trying to be good at absolutely everything, and I made this mistake early on, I tried to be good at everything in personal training. 
and I was training all different types of people. I was basically just slaving away, like doing any hours, um, training people regardless of what their goal was. It didn't work that well. I didn't enjoy it as much. I didn't get as busy as what I would like. It took a lot longer than what I expected. But as soon as I realized that I absolutely love training people, teaching them how to do strength training and using HIT, using high-intensity interval training for conditioning um, and to increase energy output if they need to, but particularly with strength training, whether it be females or males, once I figured that out, that's when my business started to go really well because all my content was based around that. All of my clients, you know, the testimonials, all the videos of my clients' training was based around that. So when people come to me now, they are already what they call a qualified lead. They already know what I do. They're not coming, you know, I'm not, I never, like, you know, perfectly honest, like, hand on my heart, I never try and get new clients, especially in person anymore. I never purposely do ads to try and get new PT clients. I never do any of that stuff anymore. At this current point in time, every client that I train has come to me. They're coming to me asking me to train with me. They're not asking, you know, I'm not having to tell them, you know, please come and train with me. This is how much I charge. I'll give you a discount for the first few sessions, blah, 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 blah. That's not what I'm doing. They're coming to me saying, how can I train with you? What is your price? When can we train? What's your availability? And that's what you want. You want to build up enough trust with the content, with your work ethic, with building your brand, uh, with giving out free value for you know value for free. We're doing all this type of stuff. You want to build up your brand to the point where people know who you are and know what you do. So when they need that service, they're going to come to you. They're going to ask to be to train with you. You're going to ask for your services and that is all you can do that's all you can ask for um, and it's, it's a great spot to be in and then it also then gives you more leverage you can continue to work you continue to build and grow um, on that brand and and that leaves you in a very very good position in my opinion the next point i want to cover is that you need to give back uh, you don't need to but i think it's so important i love talking now you know like this episode right now it's trying to help as many people as i can but i love talking to individuals who have just come out of their personal training course or I love talking to people that just love the industry or just those that are interested in training and nutrition and being able to help people it's so rewarding I find it and you know like I said I wish I had been able to when I started listen to a podcast like this and figure out all the do's and don'ts like nice and early and and avoid a lot of time wasting which I probably did so by me giving back, I know that I'm adding value to someone else and, and it's a great feeling. It's rewarding, as I said, um, and, I, and I want to be able to give back as much as I can without any expectation of anything in return. You know, I'm not expecting people to, to pay me for this advice. Like, I'll go and have coffee. Anybody who asks me to come and have coffee and, you know, help them, give them some advice, I'll do it for free. You know, I have people come and do work experience with me, do hours with me, do their placement with me. I don't care. It's great. I love being able to do it. I love when people come in and ask questions and, and I can see that they're learning. I can see they're passionate about what they're doing because it reminds me of me when I started and um, and how motivated I was to become successful in this industry. And I've still got so far to go, but I know I can help a lot of people. So I think giving back um, is an extremely, extremely important um, thing to, to think about as well. The next thing that I think is extremely important is that you need to practice what you preach. Now, this may seem obvious, but you know, if you think about yourself right now, if you were to go and hire a trainer, would you want to hire a trainer who looks something along the lines of what you would like to look or at least lives a lifestyle that you want to live as well? Or would you go with someone that does the complete opposite of what they preach? 
they they don't live a healthy lifestyle they're they're not hydrating all the time they're not training they're not pushing themselves physically and mentally every single time they're in the gym like they could be but they're telling their clients to do it um, from experience and from the feedback that I've got from from clients potential clients I think it's really important to make sure you are practicing what you preach mentally and physically um, and you know using your content to document what you're doing with your own training what you're doing with your nutrition your mindset whether it be meditation goal setting whatever it is like that's I like to use social media and Instagram in particular to show um, you know document my own journey which I think really helps others see how I approach it um, and then that that draws them into then want to come and train with me because they know that you know I don't just talk the talk like I walk the walk as well um, and and I find that extremely important so practicing what you preach is a big one for me um, looking after yourself now what I mean by this is it's very easy to get caught up especially when you first start just basically being a slave to the client so working ridiculous hours, you know, not blocking out time for your own training, not blocking out time for your meals, working late hours and starting early, which is definitely part of the job as a personal trainer. But what I did early on is I just literally just drove myself into the ground. Like I, I just worked stupid hours. Um, I did whatever the client wanted to do. I didn't take care of myself. And I think you should, you know, right from, from early days, lock in the hours that you want to block out during your week where you don't train anybody and be stay true to that, stick to that. You know, block out the time that you want to finish every single day. So for me now, I don't finish any later than 7 p.m. at the latest and I try and make that 6 p.m. because I know that every single day apart from Sundays, I'm starting at either 5.30 or 6 a.m. So I don't want to be here any later than that. Um, you know, I started to block out Fridays so I could do all my online check-ins on a Friday and not have to worry about being in the gym and, and then doing my check-ins at the end of the day. Um, so it's important to look after yourself. And, you know, if you need times where you take a deload yourself from work, you might block in, um, you know, a trip away for a couple of days or a weekend away or even just a day where you go to a seminar or do some personal development or just focus on on taking care of your own mental and physical health because it is extremely important and you know that's a, another reason why I find meditation so beneficial um, as well but it is extremely important to look after yourself even though we are trying to service others keep in mind that if you you know if you can't help yourself then you can't help anybody else and the good kind of analogy I like to use is like they talk about in the planes when you're going on an airplane if you don't put your own oxygen mask on first, you cannot help anybody else. So always take care of yourself first in the most unselfish way and then you are then making yourself available to help other people as well. So guys, these are some of the tips, um, I guess the points that I think are very important to take on board as a new personal trainer um, and as someone that wants to be able to mentor, to coach, to have, um, to have a influence on other people these are things that I've found that have, that have helped me over the years and this is what I've learned. And as I said, I'm not where I, where I want to be yet at all. But through my experience and, and working with other people and, and I still upskill as much as I possibly can by listening to podcasts, by going to seminars, reading books, talking to other trainers, observing other trainers. I still do a lot of this and these are the things that I've found um, to be true and and it's just you know you're continually working it's a it's a working progress it's never going to be perfect you can always learn from other people and you should always aim to learn from other people as well and i'd love to hear your feedback from this if there's things that you'd like to add to this episode um you know or even things that you're struggling with i'd love to help you out if i possibly could so don't hesitate to send me an email at danny at dannykennedyfitness.com 
Um, if you've taken some value from today's episode, um, I would absolutely love it if you could share it with other like-minded people by taking a screenshot of today's show and posting it up on your Instagram story for me. Um, that'd be greatly appreciated. Um, I really do ho- hope you've taken some value from today's show. Um, that was the purpose of today, is to help as many people as I possibly could. And I know there's so much more that I could probably add to today's episode, but at least this is a starting point. Maybe we can um, maybe we can do a follow-up episode. But I hope you're having a fantastic day, and I, I wish you all the best in your career if you're listening to this and you are a trainer. If you're listening to this just um, just as part of the audience and someone that wanted to hear um, what I had to say, then I hope this gives you a bit of an insight into just some of the things that goes into being a trainer. Like I said, this this really is just a very very small few a um, oh, small list of the things that are important. But um, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you're having a fantastic week and um, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Um, I'm looking forward to chatting to you again in next week's episode. Have a fantastic day.